Cat and Moose podcast. I'm Cat and I'm Moose. This is a true life podcast where we explore the quirks of being human. Hi, Cat. <laughs> Hi, Moose. Hey, Sarah. Hi. You guys look adorable today. So do you. I complimented your hair color and you stated that it had been this color for a minute. I think you usually see me with my hair up. Oh. That's what it was. I always have my hair up and you can't tell. But yeah, I got it lightened. Um, guys, we got to talk about this. Um, my hair has become brittle and dry because of coloring. I got a little highlight situation happening and I need help. Because now I feel like my hair is going to fall out of my head. No, no, no. My hairdresser is the best hairdresser in the business. Well, so is mine. But it doesn't mean she can fix <laughs> this mess. <laughs> I bought a hair mask and we'll see if that works. What happened oh. is she went lighter. So they had to put bleach in and mm -hmm. it just dried the crap out of her hair. And so I keep telling her it's like. When your lips are chapped or when your skin is dry, you got to put chapstick on or lotion on. And mm -hmm. just like our hair gets that, we need to put hair oil in. Yeah. Uh, it's just very counterintuitive to put a handful of argon oil. And it, but <laughs> honestly, like 10 minutes later, it's like dry again. And I'm like, because it needs it. Oprah would say this is menopause. Trust me, I've been bleaching my head for years. Yes, as have I. And I just got my hair done as well last week. Um, and... My hair is very healthy, Moose. So I'm just saying, I think you need to switch hairdressers. Oh. What I wait a minute. Don't be dogging <laughs> my hairdresser, first of all. <laughs> Secondly, what shampoo and conditioner do you use? I use um I kind of use just whatever I can find. The kind that I have in my shower is um I think it's Kerastase and it's the kind for blonde hair. So purple. it's like purple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um but I'm on vacation right now and so this vacation house that I'm at, they have a shampoo, conditioner and body wash called Coco Magic and everything smells like coconut, which normally would kind of gross me out, but like I feel like I smell so good today. I love the smell of coconut. I do too. So let's talk about your vacation. Wait, Sarah, what what do you use for your shampoo and conditioner? Carousel? Carousel. Nope. That's not what it's called. But <laughs> No. Um, I also use a purple shampoo, but I'm out. And I can't think of the name of it right now, which is okay. Purple shampoo. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I just try to use something that's really... Um, First off, like, uh, no, no, I try to stay away from anything toxic just so that it doesn't further dry my hair. Um, mm -hmm. And then and I also have curlies now. So I am trying to find stuff that participates well with curlies. I see. I like the idea of your hair or the product participating well with your curlies. That's really beautifully articulate. Thank you. Um, our friend, our mutual friend, Rachel, does this thing every now and then where she does like an oil treatment on her hair. That's what I need. Yeah. Every time she does it, she talks to me about how it's like countercultural to have oily hair. Like it's not cool for your hair to be oily, but in order for your hair to be really, really healthy, it mm -hmm. needs a good 
yes. bit of, of oil and stuff like that. So she'll do whatever her treatment is. We need to ask her so you can get it, Moose. Um, and then she'll put her hair up in these little like Princess Leia buns mm-hmm. so it doesn't oh. look like is is oily or whatever. Um, so she may be a resource for mm. you, Moose. Mm-hmm. You need a conditioning mask. And Princess Leia buns. Yeah. Do you know what that made me think of? What? Let me show this. When you said she does an oil treatment, that's what I'm having a hard time with because I'm like, that doesn't make sense to make my hair oily. But that is a very cultural thing. It reminded me of this. Don't be so Damage from everyday styling soon adds up. So protect your hair with Alberto VO5 Hot Oil once a week and new VO5 Hot Oil Shampoo every day. It's a system. Weekly Hot Oil's patented formula deep conditions. Daily, the shampoo cleans gently, enhancing Hot Oil's conditioning so it lasts the whole week. Beautiful. VO5 Hot Oil and Hot Oil Shampoo. That's all you need. Yeah, I've seen that before. I've seen that. The VO5 hot oil is what it was called in 1994. Wow. Yeah, I think you totally need that. I I went on a shopping spree at Dollar General the other day on my mm. vacation. And um, I think that VO5 was their, their uh, brand of choice. Oh. Okay, so tell us about your vacation. I have a lot of questions. Um, oh. But the first one is, how is it and where are you? Um, well, my vacation has been wonderful. Um, it's only five days long, so it's not, it's not super long. And, um, it started off a little interesting. Um, basically I decided to come to Center Hill Lake, which is in the middle of Tennessee somewhere on the way between Nashville and Knoxville. So beautiful. And, um, the first place that I stayed at the pictures made it look really, really awesome. Oh no. And the view was really awesome. And one of the things that I was really looking forward to on this vacation was a a feeling of a lifting of of dog responsibilities. Mm. Mm. And so like I, I love my dog. She's wonderful. And she's had a lot of health concerns lately that have just been really hard for her and for me. And so yeah. um yeah. anyway. So the first night of this vacation, I'm like sitting outside and, and looking at the beautiful, like the view was stunning from this place. And, um, I'm, I'm just staring out at the lake and looking at the, you know, the sky and anticipating the sunset. And here comes this little, like half chihuahua, like half chow mixed dog that looked about 33 years old. Um, and she came trotting up her little fat, little squatty little body. And she was like, Hey, like I've never been pet in my life. Could we be friends? Could we be friends? Could we be friends? And so, you know, I like, of course, like now I feel an an obligation to this dog. And so of course she got water and she got hot dogs and she got all kinds of things. And was she a stray? I don't think so because she had a rabies okay. tag on, but she didn't have like a name tag on. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she just was really excited to mm-hmm. be given attention. So I made up the story 
in my head that she's at an attention deficit, like big time, and is touch deprived, like every human and animal. And <laughs> um, and so it just really like put like a lot of weight on me that it's like, oh my god, I have a dog responsibility, and that's like one of the things I was really trying to get away from. And <laughs> so sorry. Oh, oh man, and it's like, and I love animals, so it's it's not like I, I was gonna be like, go away, you terrible animal. I'm trying to have no responsibility. Like I don't have any of that in me whatsoever and then on top of that the the house smelled like eggs oh no 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 oh like sulfur or like cooked eggs sulfur yeah no like sulfur like and i don't know and so you know i burned some palo santo i burned some sage i burned a candle i i I like i burned incense like i did like all the things and it's like they were a nice little blanket for the smell for like 10 minutes and then it was like here come your eggs again (laughs) and so i did something that i think you guys are going to be wildly impressed with tell us so i basically was like you know what like i'm not okay with this and i'm going to tell the owner hey um i'm leaving early because it smells like eggs here and i did so (laughs) in a really nice way and um and then i'm going to book myself a different airbnb on the same lake and because i booked it so last minute it was like a third the cost and so now i am in the version of a lake house that i would build on the lake oh nice very nice did you ask for your money back no. Did they, what did they say about the smell? Oh, I haven't been there in a really long time. I wonder what that is. I've never heard any complaints about that before. Uh, you know what? I don't like that. I've yeah. never heard any complaints about that before. Mm-mm. That's dismissing Mm-mm. that your experience is real. Yeah. And not okay. Yeah. It's basically, she like spiritually bypassed me, I think. She totally bypassed you with <laughs> spiritualness. <laughs> How dare her? So has it been fun? It has been really fun. Like I've had a lot of really great experiences today. Um, we hiked to Cummins Falls. Ooh. And let me tell you something. Like it's been about a year. It's been about a year since I went to Yalapa, Mexico. And that was full of hiking up and down stairs every day. And then oh, anywhere yeah. we went, we had to like, I mean, it was like a full on hike. And I just don't hike in my life. Like that is just not something that is an everyday thing that Kat does. I'm not not a hiker. And, um, and we decided that, okay, we're going to go to Cummins falls and we're going to hike to the falls. And so we did about a mile hike downhill. Nice. Which meant, did that mean you had to go back uphill? A mile hike (laughs) uphill. (laughs) That's not easy. By the way, hiking is just walking in the woods. Yes. It's totally the same thing. So I think you are a hiker. You You just aren't ready to claim it yet. Oh, well, maybe I'm a hiker and I just need to find level hiking ground. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So how was, how was your hike? It was pretty good. Like, like I'm, I'm still dealing with some vision issues and, and regretting that I had my cataract surgery and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And, um, so I was just really proud of myself that I didn't fall. Mm. Yeah. Um, going down the hill and I, and I only tripped once coming up the hill and I caught myself. So, so I didn't fall and that felt like 
a win. Totally. And then also on the way back up, I was like, this is so miserable. Like, why do people do this? Like, why do people <laughs> climb up hills in hot and humid weather? Mm-hmm. And so I decided to start making friends with the things that I saw in front of me. Hmm, well, that's a good idea. Now look at you doing the work while you're hiking. Yes. And so there was this, this like dilapidated rotten tree stump. And I was like, hello, friendly tree. How are you? Do you have wisdom that you can share with me? Oh, well, hello, tree root. How many hundreds of years have you been here? How many people have stepped on you on their way to go see the waterfalls? Are you resentful? So I started having conversations with different things in the woods. And before you knew it, I, I was I was done with the hike. And so I, wow. I felt really proud of myself. That's great. Yeah. I'm impressed. Thank I mean, you. that is not too. easy to do. You could have sat your mm-hmm. ass in that cabin right there and thought about hiking, but you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, right. <laughs> that reminds me of when I was on the Appalachian Trail and uh, on uh, the hike that I was supposed to do couldn't finish the second half of it the following day because it was raining so hard and they said it's too slippery to go down. Yeah. And we had to turn around. And is this the same the same hike where you had the mice in the yes. sleeping area? Yes. Yeah. But mm. I remember the hike back and just I'm with you like think I've told this before but thinking I have to helicopter myself out because <laughs> I mean like that's how extreme my brain goes is like mm-hmm. oh well I hope they can fit through these trees up here because I don't think I can make it out <laughs> but it, yeah I hear you like your mind plays tricks on you when your yeah. body starts failing you oh, yeah. or for me anyway yeah I, I had I had 42 911 scenarios that I thought of like on the way to the falls and on the way back, you know, I was like, would they bring a stretcher? Would they have a guy like come and carry me? Like what would happen? Like, would they give me like nitroglycerin if I was having a heart attack and just hope I didn't die on the way back up the hill? Like what would happen? And just like the rate at which it can go is just astounding. I know. And I just picture myself absolutely like to me, like I would have to be life flighted out. Like there's no, there's no like carry out situation. Plus I made this decision about, you know, eight miles in from the trailhead. So, God. you know, they weren't going to carry my ass out. <laughs> That's amazing. I was going to look like, okay, I'm not making a fat joke here, but I sort of am. I, if you've seen those videos when they try and, uh, they put that harness around a cow and a helicopter's lifting the cow and the cow is just like, and it just is lifted above everything. And you know, it's yeah. like shitting itself the whole way up. That would be me. Yeah. Just strap me in and take me for a ride. As long as I don't have to hike my way out. Oh, that's amazing. I, I'm, I'm, I've, I feel like I need to go study how those and why those situations ever are as they are. Like, why is there a helicopter lifting a cow anywhere? Hold on. I got to find, there was a recent one. Uh, here it is. Okay. This is in Switzerland. Uh, let me share this. Oh my word. Oh my God. I guess they get stuck. Well, let's read it. A cow was airlifted. Oh, they move the cattle to higher pastures to the lower Alps every year. 
<laughs> oh my God, the poor trauma that that baby like was gone nothing. through. She's like, thanks guys. <laughs> what they don't show is like the diarrhea coming out her ass, like behind her. <laughs> like, did you guys see what just happened to me? Oh my God. Hey, if you're not a patron, that video itself was worth $5. <laughs> so go do that. Yeah. It most definitely is. So as I was driving to Cummins Falls today, um, I stumbled upon something that I wanted to bring to the podcast and just... I hope it's a dead body. When you said you stumbled <laughs> upon it, my dream is that it's a dead body. <laughs> that it was Sister Lancaster from Missouri. No. <laughs> With the pretty hands. It was It was just her hands that I tripped on. <laughs> oh my gosh. You thought they were sticks, didn't you? <laughs> I did. It was. I saw her habit in the, in the on the trail and I was like sister okay anyway <laughs> um so it's it wasn't a dead body that I stumbled upon moose it it was a street sign hmm. and I'm gonna show it to you I'd had to do a drawing of it because I didn't don't have a printer with me uh-huh um oh yeah I've seen those before mm-hmm. can you tell our listeners what this well it's a very well-drawn sign, by the way. It's a Thank diamond you. sign. I'm going to guess it's in the color yellow, similar to our yes. logo. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it says deaf child. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, I'm not making fun of the deaf child. <laughs> I understand. Okay. But we have to put that out there for a few listeners. Please, everyone take note. <laughs> I am not making fun of the deaf child. I, I am so impressed with people who have learned how to do life without their hearing. So mm-hmm. this is no, no knock on anyone with any disability. It's a question. I have curiosity mm-hmm. about why does this need to be displayed and established on a street sign on a highway? I think it's a fair question. It sort of sounds like they are taunting the deaf child. You know what I mean? Like, to be honest, it's like, oh, wow. (laughs) Thanks for letting the world know. I am going to guess. I do not have this answer, but I'm going to guess it's because um, if the deaf child was playing with a ball in the street and you honked because you didn't want to stop, maybe he or she or they could not hear you. That is a ridiculous guess. Does everyone recognize that? But that is my guess. Sarah, do you have any guesses? I think it's a fair guess. Thank you. Why do you think there is a sign that says deaf child? Mm. Me? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was being thrown back to cat. Oh, you're doing your taxes. No. No, I wasn't. Um, I have wondered this before. Okay. Um, and I've seen other similar signs, and I think it's the same thing. Like they're they're alerting passerbys that there are children or people with disabilities that live nearby or in the neighborhood. Okay. And to maybe be aware, to be aware of your speed, to be aware of when you're turning. I don't know. Yeah. I, to me, I guess I just feel like I would understand better if it said blind child. I've seen that too. <laughs> I have not seen that. I think it should just say children. 
with on a giant orange sign. Or just slow down. Yeah, it should say slow the F down. That's what it should say. <laughs> you know right. what I want to do? Speaking of slowing down. So over here, I, I know people listening can't tell where I'm pointing. It's to my left. Mm. This house that uh, is lived in is on a corner lot. That's right. Corner lot. That's where I'm living. <laughs> and there is not a stop sign on mm -hmm. this side of my house. Mm -hmm. And so people come barreling down mm -hmm. the street. Mm -hmm. And I want to get some of those things that police throw out. That just like they're spikes. At my <laughs> 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 they're the things that the, I want, like the rental car ones, though. Yeah. You know, that like come out of the ground where I can just stand in my garage and like push the button when I see someone going over 50. Yeah. And just like watch them. Just it's great because there's a great crash pad ahead <laughs> of them. Really if they would like, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like perfectly set up for this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to start throwing those kind of strips out and seeing if I can stop them. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Mm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I'm in full support. Could I please come and watch and video this? Mm -hmm. The other option, mm. you guys can vote on this. The other option is I get myself a police uniform with a fake badge and then I use that temperature thing, the gun that we had during COVID. And I just stand on the corner acting like I am radaring everyone that goes by. Hello? Can anyone hear me? I can. Am I frozen? I think Kat I think is Kat's frozen. frozen. But it's a great face. Take us. Let's do a <laughs> screenshot. Let's get a screenshot here. And here we go. It is a really nice smile. You smile too. Ready? One, two, three. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's pretty okay. good. Okay, we'll just wait for her to come back. There you are. Hi. So sorry. That's okay. Uh, so what I was saying is just so I can get your reaction because it cut right after. But I'm going to stand on the corner as and dress as a policewoman with my temperature gauge yeah. thing and act like it's one of those radar, you speed should. radars. Yeah. You should. Could I add one more like accoutrement to your, your, <laughs> your whole, Please. your get up? I think that, um, I think that you need one of those noisemakers that makes the sound of a siren that just goes whoop, 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 like is, oh yeah, to just really freak people out. Yeah. And can I also have a whistle? That after I whoop whoop them, yeah. when they stop, yeah. I want to like point yes. really seriously and then blow the whistle. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. No question. And then I need a, I need to mock up in Canva a police ticket and mm -hmm. at least make them think they owe a ticket. Yes. And put a, put a QR code that just is, is Venmo. Yeah. Venmo directly to the Cat and Moose podcast. Oh, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, really smart. And it'll be an automatic, like when they, uh, when they pay it, it's an automatic monthly payment. Yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, other signs that I have seen while being in rural Tennessee, um, I'm curious if I could get you guys' reactions, yours, Moose, and yours, producer, Sarah. Um, I would like to know what comes to your mind when you're driving by Zion Baptist Church and the sign says, I am the resurrection and the life. 
I'm guessing Jesus put that sign together. Yeah. I'm thinking it. the last time they did that was um, the week before Easter. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> And no one's touched it since. And, and it, I, if I if I were in a different life and hadn't spent time in the South, and I'm just driving past that, I would say, uh, "Wow, that's a pretty forward comment, Zion Church." Yeah, it's like is the church saying that the church is the resurrection and the life? And then tell me, like, as a common person. Yes. Like, do we use the word resurrection in everyday conversation? No, that was what I was going to say is it would, it would be coming on very strong. Mm-hmm. Maybe start with, we love everyone. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, the next sign was really close to this moose and it said, come as you are change inside. No. Oh, are you kidding me? That was real. That was real. I almost took wow. a picture of it to prove it. Oh, I need you to on the way home. Yeah. Come as you are. You are welcome. And there's an expectation that you are going to change by coming in here. I think oh, that is man. the most arrogant, most yes, uninviting, most come on. awful. Well, come on. awful. I agree. Oh, man. I agree. I thought you were about to throw your headphones. I am about yeah, to throw that's, them. Yeah, that's really dumb. You know, I, a lot of people have said like, Jesus did not ask us to create the Christian Mm -mm. church Mm -mm. and all that. (laughs) And the, the more and more I live, the more I, I don't, I think he, I think Jesus wanted us to have community and all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But my goodness, how many people are just getting it wrong? (laughs) Like if you're supposed to be like Jesus, where did you see get on in here inside of this building and we're going to change you. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like, I think that I, I have, I have no problem with people who love Jesus and have the Christian belief system. It happens to be part of the belief system that, that I uphold. And like, I also don't think that it is my job as a person who follows Jesus to, kind of put this weighty, wordy, shame type thing out in the public for that to represent him and and what mm. what he's all about. It's very challenging for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did not like that sign. Did you see any like you're going to hell? Those are all on the way to Alabama yeah. on I-65. <laughs> on yeah. the way to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they, somebody bought all the remnant yep. billboards possible yep. yes. for like $4 a pop. Yes. And they all landed in Alabama. It's their ministry. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like the one, the very famous one on I-65 that says, go to the church or the devil will get you. God. And and then it's got like the water wheel, like the, yeah. I forget what that. Like somebody thought that was a good idea. Right. Like somebody, I always love to go back to the marketing meeting, which in this case is probably the pastor and his wife and like two <laughs> deacons. And they're like, okay, y'all, the Lord gave me this in a dream. Uh-huh. What if? <laughs> yeah. We tell them they're going to hell <laughs> unless they come to our church and then we'll get some more of their pocketbook. Uh-huh. I mean, it sounds about right. I, I just am astounded. It's like the the guy that has the piece of land that's like um off of I-65 between like Harding and um an armory drive that was forced yeah. to take down the Confederate statue. 
you know, and it's like it had all the Confederate flags and everything. It's like, it's like, why, why do, why do humans want to display themselves in this kind of way? I just don't, I don't get it. Mm-mm. I don't get it either. I did read an article last week that, um, it was, I didn't dig into it, but I saw the headline and it was a former white supremacist who went through a psilocybin. Oh, wow. Psilocybin. No, psilocybin. Say psilocyb- psilocybin. Okay, psilocybin, whatever. Um, <laughs> went through one of those experiences and said they no longer have the beliefs that they had. Huh. Wow. Which to me says you had some healing around some wounds or something. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's just you could be wiped clear of your assholeness. I don't think that's what mushrooms do. Well, if they do, I've got a few people that I'm going to send a complimentary box to. Oh, me? Oh my gosh. Maybe that is another business we could start. <laughs> or a ministry. Uh, by the way, today, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but today the FDA cleared guidance for clinical trials of psilocybin, LSD, and MDMA. No, really? So what does that mean in layman's terms? I think it means that if you want to do clinical trials, you just have to go buy what the FDA's guidance is. So does that make sense? So yeah, that doesn't make sense. Buy buy the guidance. Go buy it. Go buy what the guy, (laughs) not purchase, (laughs) follow. You have to follow. Follow. Follow the guidance. (laughs) Lord have mercy. Does anyone else know what we're talking about? I don't think so. (laughs) Hold on. Let me, let me dig a little deeper here. I'm going to buy, like after experiencing COVID and the World Health Organization and FDA and all of that, the last thing I want to do is buy guidance from the government about my health. Like I don't want to I would agree with that. All I'm saying is the shrooms are in the news. There is healing ahead. Mm. Do you know Mm. that I was able to, I haven't even tried them yet, but I was able to buy mushroom gummies. Really? Online. Really? Yeah. They are called, what are they called, Sarah? It's a great name. I just saw a photo of it the other day. Let me find it. Hold please. Keep talking. Are they gummies with a t-shirt that says fun guy? (laughs) <laughs> that's that's clever we should actually make subscription boxes of mushroom gummies that are you only send to people who are assholes and it says here's how to become a fun guy <laughs> that's great that's fantastic anyway i sarah will find the name of this thing but i haven't tried them yet but yeah all i had to do was talk to somebody about my stuff and then not just somebody well I was a psychiatrist yes um but yeah I I don't think it's it's not like journey work stuff at all it's it's microdosing. but um I'm gonna give it a shot see what happens which I mean I've I've heard that microdosing is absolutely amazing and I heard a friend of mine told me that back and I want to say it was in in and I feel like you probably know this cuz you you read a lot more than I do but um back in the 60s or 70s um they were doing like really amazing research around um psilocybin and um LSD which I guess they're similar maybe not identical but similar in mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um curing alcoholism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes I have heard that as well tons of addictions yep. they're saying yeah all kinds of addictions yep 
Here it is. So, oh, there it is. It's called Silhouette. P-S-I-L-O-U-E-T-T-E. Nice. Um, Silhouette.com. And so you got this from a psychiatrist? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying some things. Mm. I'm also trying some ADD stuff mm. to see if my brain is needs help. How's that going? So far, so good. Honestly, I got to tell y'all, we celebrated statistics that I got through that. I just turned in my last assignment for my summer and I haven't complained once on the podcast about any of my classes, but I had to write a grant proposal and it was the hardest stinking thing, but I've wow. written a grant proposal now. So impressive. I would love to read it. Will you share it? Yeah. I don't know that you'll want to read it. It's 15 pages, but, um, Oh, I would love to read something that you like poured that hard over. Like what was your grant for? Um, I, we, we could do something just like, um, what's the word hypothetical. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I did a program around the work that people loving Nashville does in Nashville. Oh. Oh. They do, um, so good. they do all kinds of amazing things, street outreach for unhoused people mm -hmm. in Nashville. And, um, so my grant was a job skills program that I wrote and as well as, um, a monthly business round table mm. to try and get more businesses to open up low barrier jobs for homeless people. Wow. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. I would love to read your paper if you would share it. I'll share it with you. But anyway, I am one semester less to my master's degree, two yeah. more semesters, and I should be getting the heck out of here. Not the podcast. Congratulations. She'll be done by May. May. That's amazing. Less than a year, guys. Yeah, I'm going to have my master's. Yes, you and are. And I don't, still don't know why I'm getting it. But guess what? It's purposeful. Well, I just want to call you Master Moose. Oh, I like that. Except it suggests that you're my subordinate. Well, mm, 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 mm. we don't need that, do we? Well, I mean, I, I would rather feel like on equal playing field with you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I feel like it really just celebrates like your masterfulness of mastering the master program. That sounds dirty. Mm -hmm. Um, how would you guys describe gladness? Gladness. 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 I immediately think of trash bags. Oh, hmm. <laughs> well, okay. Now bring that to a human. Hmm. What may, and then, okay. Better yet. What makes you guys glad? Hmm. Answer that question. Glad hmm. is an interesting word to me. It is an interesting word. Cause it's glad. not great. It's not it's grateful. Not happy. It's not. What is glad? That's like, like I would say, I'm glad you're feeling better. Okay. To me, it's like a comforting relief. Oh, a comforting relief. Oh, I'm so glad that you made it home safely. Oh, I'm so happily relieved. Mm -hmm. I'm comforted mm -hmm. to know. So it's like this like comfort, uh, not but not happiness. Comfort and joy. Maybe it's, is it close to peace? No. Oh, really? I mean, not, not for me in my mind, no. Because isn't peace comforting? I was just trying to give mm -hmm. us another word mm -hmm. that could be yeah. similar to glad. Yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah. Okay. So what makes you guys glad? Like just off the cuff, what's something that makes you glad? I'm getting somewhere. I promise. I'm glad when I get to sleep in. Hmm. Great. Okay. And you, Kat? I'm glad when I know we're going to see each other. Oh, that's nice. I am mm-hmm. glad when I have nothing on my schedule. Oh, yes, mm. Lord. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I asked this because there's this Frederick Beekner quote that I love. And of course, it made me go down a rabbit hole. And the quote, we've all heard it, but it says, The place God calls you to is the place where your deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. Hmm. So, Sarah, your calling has to do with you sleeping more. Mm. So you need to do something around sleeping. Kat, you need to do something. Maybe we should start a business together. Mm-hmm. Would you like to uh, hang out with us? Yeah. And I already mm. forget what my gladness was. Oh, well, remember. Oh, an empty schedule. Mm-hmm. So I need to be unemployed. Great. Mm. That's where the world's hunger meets my gladness. Okay. What does that mean to you guys, though? The God place God calls you to is where your deepest gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. And do you agree with that? Hmm. I, I immediately think of, because this is kind of like my latest um, trip around the sun for the past four years has been body work. Like that's been something that's been really healing for me and something that's uh, I'm really passionate about. And so when I think about like my ultimate, what was it? Ultimate gladness. What's the quote again? Uh, Your deep gladness and the world's deep hunger where they meet. Yeah. Deep gladness is like the knowledge of this, like this modality that seems magical and healing to mm. me and then mm-hmm. the world like everybody that I see like I literally was in a gas station today and I bought some fried chicken which was amazing mm-hmm. <laughs> from the gas station only in the south so good oh only in the south totally. yeah and it was delicious and you'll smell like it when you leave yeah. yes I came home and took a shower anyway um, <laughs> I, I was thinking about how the the cashier lady had this really insecure moment in front of me because she said something that didn't make sense and I just thought like, oh, bless her heart. Like, like she just needs to be accepted like as she is and Mm -hmm. like kind of held and like blah, 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 blah. And so I I feel like I see all around me like kind of a hunger for healing and for acceptance Mm -hmm. and for peace. And, Mm -hmm. and right now in my life, I think, you know, the one and only answer to that is body work. So (laughs) I think that's beautiful, Kat. I think that's exactly what it's getting at. Hmm. I really do because I know that feeling too, where you see someone and you're like, I know that look because I've had that look or I know how you're feeling Mm because I've had that feeling. Mm -hmm. It's that connection, whether they see you or not of, Mm -hmm. I, I want us both to have healing. (laughs) How can we do it together? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember thinking like she said to me as I left, and this is the last thing she said is she said, have a good night. And it was like 11 o'clock in the morning. And I kind of like looked back at her because I was like, well, it's not nighttime. And she goes, oh my God, I'm used to working nights. I'm so sorry. And I said, I'm still going to have a good night. 
Mm-hmm. Like that it's like I just fun. it's like I just wanted her to know like it's fine you're fine like it's okay yeah. you know right yeah. so so I would love to hear um I would love to hear from you guys like if, from Beekner's quote like what how does that how is that manifesting in your life right now hmm well my two things when I as you were talking that came to mind are um traveling for mm-hmm. me if mm-hmm. I'm moving. And when I say traveling, road tripping, like that's what I mean. I, I, I go on planes all the time and Mm -hmm. I don't love them. I would much rather be moving in a vehicle, but traveling. And then the podcast for Mm -hmm. me, like the, Mm -hmm. like I never dread the podcast, Mm -mm. you know, Mm -mm. like it's not one time am Mm -mm. I like, uh, what am I going to talk about? (laughs) Like, I feel like, oh, I need to schedule in time you know, to make sure that I'm prepared because I love it so much. Yes. Yeah. I love that. And you know, when I talk to you guys and and other friends about like, if I were to have a whole other career, like if I just had to say what it would be, I'd be like, it would be the podcast taking Mm -hmm. off Mm -hmm. because I would love to spend more time and more energy and all the things, you know, doing Mm -hmm. what it is that we get to do. So those two things come up for me as traveling and podcasting. And so what is the hunger of the world that the podcast satiates in your mind? I think connection. Mm, I think, mm -hmm. I think the one thing that we hear often is that we bring people a lot of laughter, which is one of my favorite things in the world. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, that people are like me too, or that makes me feel less alone. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't think the three of us know how to be anything but ourselves. Um, Thank goodness. And it hasn't always been that way. We had lots of different um, versions of ourselves, but I I think that comes through with people that there's no bullshit here. Mm -hmm. And so I just think connection, even if, even if there's someone out there who never sends an email to to us, like I do believe that there's a lot of spiritual energy that we put out into the world. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of connection. Mm -hmm. I was listening to the smartless podcast on the way to the lake and, um, the, the guys that host that podcast were interviewing Jennifer Garner. Yeah. And, um, and the friend that I'm with said, (laughs) said, we've been listening to the podcast for about an hour and it's about an hour and a half long. So there's still about 30 minutes left Mm -hmm. to listen to. And all these guys keep doing is they keep going over her resume. Okay. So when you did alias and when you did this and when you did that, Mm -hmm. she's like, yeah, and then I did this and yeah, I did that. And, and, my friend said today, she goes, I wonder if like the smartless podcast with Jennifer Garner is just all going to be about her resume. Mm. And it gave me an idea. It's like, well, that is kind of interesting for those of us who are not in Jennifer Garner's everyday life. Like I'm mm-hmm. curious about her life and what she's done and how she's been as successful as she has. And we've had listeners say, Oh, we want to hear more about your day jobs. Like what do you guys do in the music industry and stuff like that? And it made me kind of go like, I wonder if we should interview each other about our resumes. Like how much fun would that be? Mm. I think, I think it sounds boring as can be personally. <laughs> I don't like, think my resume is that interesting. I feel like, the, I mean, if people have questions, definitely write in. But the thing that I love about our podcast is like, I bring my truest self here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, right. meaning that, you know, I don't feel like I can do that everywhere else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, 
don't want it to be about work <laughs> ever. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. This is why we, this is why we work guys. That's right. Yep. Sarah, what's your deep gladness that meets the world's hunger? Okay. Um, I think mine, well, we have one similarity is travel and my other one is gardening. Um, oh, yeah. and I think being in my yard, it's one of the first things I do when I get home from a trip, especially this last month where I've been traveling a lot when I am home, like literally one of the first things I'll do is go mow the yard. Mm -hmm. And I just love being outside. I love seeing, you know, what growth has happened since I've been gone and all of that. And it's just, I know I've said it before, but it's just time with myself. And I think how my garden looks, how my yard looks for me is a true reflection of how I'm doing in my own self-care. Mm -hmm. And um, so it, it, they go hand in hand for me. And I think it's a good tangible space for me to go be with me. And I see it when I'm doing that, you know, so there's that, but then I also really love traveling, which I know I don't get paid for that necessarily, but I would love to be, I guess I do get paid for that. I, I, I travel a lot for work, mm -hmm. but as much as I enjoy that, the kind of travel I really enjoy is in more of a wanderlust realm of just, I want to go explore. I want, I love driving. I, love seeing our country. I love seeing outside of our country, but just there's so much to see in our country. And mm -hmm. um, we have a trip coming up in a couple of weeks and I'm just like, I'm so looking forward to it <laughs> and I'll get to work while I'm on it, which is great. So there's still income, but it's pretty great to be able to go. I don't know. I'm just really looking forward to being able to go out and explore and kind of scratch that wonderlust itch that I've got. She's got an itch, Kat. I hear that. <laughs> Can you help her? Can you help me? I mean, itchiness is energy moving in a way that oh. is... Mm -hmm. Sarah, how can you bring your gladnesses to the world's deep hunger? I think when I have conversations with people about traveling or like seeing the national parks or going camping, like everything about my demeanor, how I talk, how I make eye contact, how just jovial and like, m what would it be when I'm moving a lot? I can't think of the word for that. Um, I just Exuberant. have a lot of Seizure. energy. <laughs> I just have a lot of energy that comes up in a good, like positive, just like, wow, you're really passionate about this, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that is contagious and I hope it's contagious. Like, I hope I encourage people to go like, you know, take an hour like what you're doing cat like you're an hour from us yes yeah it's not far and yeah. how much fun are you having and and there are waterfalls in the middle of this rural town yes. in tennessee that people come from all over to see it's like yeah. that's so weird but like it's like behold this is in your backyard cat like right golly. And, yes and i mean i grew up in the most one of the most beautiful places near lake tahoe and that place is three hours from Yosemite. And I've never been, I didn't care wow. about it when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, there's so much, you know, to the, to your point, there's so much in your own backyard, no matter what state you live in, I guarantee it, go do it, get out and go do it. Mm -hmm. It's so fun. You guys sound like an REI commercial. I'm impressed. Yeah, I was going to say in my head, I'm going, dude, 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 looking <laughs> out my back door. <laughs> I don't know what song that is, but I'm clapping. <laughs> Oh, what's this a CCR song? Do, 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 oh, I love Credence. Give it to us, Sarah. Do, 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 oh, yeah. looking out my back door. 
creatures dancing on the lawn. What is that? What the hell? And out my back door. If, they, if this song makes sense yeah, to anyone, high. they're high as a kite. <laughs> yeah, they've been on some psilocybin. <laughs> hey, y'all go look at the lyrics of that song after you smoke some weed. Special thanks to our producer, Sarah Reed. To find out more, go to catandmoosepodcast.com. Production.